Benjamin Franklin says, do not anticipate trouble or worry about what may never happen. Keep in the sunlight. And Ralph Waldo Emerson says, nothing can bring you peace but yourself. Hello, and welcome to an all new episode of Mindset Goal. Welcome, welcome. How are you? Today's theme is anxiety. And, you know, I sit here today and um, I'm watching the sunrise as we speak. It is a beautiful day, getting ready to leave Brazil. Very grateful for the time I've spent here. Uh, You know, I've learned so much. I've enjoyed myself, spent time with people I love. It's, um, you know, it's been great. And, you know, that leads me to say anxiety. Uh, I'm not necessarily an anxious person in in terms of being too stressed. Um, if anything, I'm like I'm on the other spectrum of anxiety, and I'm a little bit less stressed than what maybe I should be. Um, but that's another thing. You like so for me, I don't believe that you should just work on things because you're not good at them, uh, because you need to get better at them. But I feel like you know, if you have something that you are good at, you should always seek to improve it. So when I was, you know, doing research for this episode, uh, I wanted to look at some things that I could do to help me uh, better deal with my anxiety, uh, even though I think I do a good job already of dealing with it. But I can always improve. There's always room for improvement for me. So in today's episode, I want to talk about anxiety. So first of all, I want to talk about the bad type of anxiety, where you, it's too much anxiety, excessive worrying, um, and and the type that you know really brings us down because we're overthinking things too much, and that's causing us to stress out. So that's what I want to focus more on this episode. But just before I do that, I just want to direct your attention to the blog post, which is in the description, and there's a little graph there, the optimal performance graph, and it'll show you how you can achieve optimal performance with anxiety. So a lot of the times, anxiety is a healthy emotion. And you want to use that to your advantage. So, for example, if you don't have enough stress, anxiety with an activity that you're doing, then your performance is going to be low, right? Because you'll be bored. You won't be focused, switched on to the activity. So driving, for example, if you just don't care, uh, you know, you'll make mistakes while you're driving. Um, And then on the other spectrum of this graph, uh, there is too much anxiety. This is where you get nervous. So, you know, your side effects can include sweating. You ever been to a job interview and you're too anxious to answer questions. And then you like, you have the same conversations with your friends and they ask you the same questions, but with them, you can elaborate and articulate yourself. But with, you know, someone that you don't know, but that has the title over you, you're, you know, anxious and you worry excessively and this affects how your performance goes in the job interview. So it's the same thing. You want to be right in the middle and have optimal performance. And it's a very interesting graph as well. So check it out. And um, I also want to talk about, you know, a little bit of what is anxiety, what it, what causes anxiety. And then I want to give you 20 things that you can do daily, weekly, whenever you can, whenever you feel anxious 
to deal or help deal with your anxiety. Just before we start, I just want to say thank you for everyone that's reached out on Instagram uh, and just, you know, gave me their feedback on the blog post. I really appreciate that. Uh, there's been a very, uh, I really, I've, you know, a nice, I don't want to put in like a number on it, but there's been a, a very, um, you know, cool amount of uh, engagement on the blog post. So I really appreciate that. Really appreciate that you guys are liking the content. Um, cause I know, and I guess why, you know, I, I don't even know why I'm saying this. Cause I guess the people that read the blog post don't necessarily listen to the podcast. Um, but yeah, go check out the blog post. It's, it's great. Um, anyway, let's get back to the episode. What is anxiety? So it's excessive worry. The NHS say, uh, it's a feeling of unease, such as worry or fear that can be mild or severe. And what causes anxiety? A big event or many small events may trigger anxiety. People with certain personality types are also more prone. So I know my mom, for example, she's very agitated. So she can be a lot more anxious um, than me. And then on the other spectrum, having the chance to spend the last few days with my dad, um, the complete opposite. So, and I like to think I'm somewhere in the middle there. So they did a good job. So <laughs> good job. Um, what happens when you get anxious, when you get stressed? Your body, it goes on high alert, looking for any possible danger. So you're switched on, right? But you're nervous, you're restless, you're tense, you feel danger, panic, or dread. Um, it's like when you have to deal with something and it's just a bit scary situation to deal with. So I feel like, right, that's where procrastination comes in. Last question here before we move on to the things that can help with your anxiety is what can it do to your body? It can give you a headache, sleep issues, increased heart rate, sweating. I'm sure we've all experienced, you know, when we're in a job interview, nervous, our hands start sweating. Or even maybe when we're around somebody uh, of that we like and our armpits start sweating. Is that normal? That happens to me. Um, and digestive trouble. Um, you know, when you're anxious, you're, you don't, your body doesn't function the same way. And I was reading, a, a, it reminds me of a, um, shoe, a shoe dog by Phil Knight. And he says that um, a man is young and happy when his when he goes to the toilet regularly. So you know that's a multi-billionaire who owns one of the most recognized brands in the world, uh, telling you what it takes to be happy. So you know, make sure you control your anxiety with these next twenty steps and go to the toilet. <laughs> All right. This is the moment of truth now, the moment we've been all waiting for. And these next 20 tips, they're very helpful. I can vouch for them, as I've said. And I think it's something that we should, you know, yeah, put into our lives, make it a daily practice, a habit. We live off our habits. Um, we are creatures of habit. Imagine, again, to take the driving example Again, imagine if every time you got in the car and started driving, you had to think to yourself, okay, I got to back the car out the driveway. I got to put it in reverse. I got to check my wing mirrors. 
I have to put the foot on the clutch, put the foot on the accelerator, uh, you know, make sure that there's nobody around. But you don't need to do that. You just, you know, your habits take over. And that's a whole nother part of your brain because you've already learned that. So you don't even have to worry about thinking that through. It just happens habitually. So it's the same thing with this. Try to incorporate these things to in your daily life. Uh, like going out for a walk, for example, um, which is one of them. And we're going to go over them now. But going out for a walk and, you know, say you do that every day before you start your day at work. It's such a healthy way to help deal with anxiety. And, you know, you get some fresh air. And it's something that you don't even notice might be helping. It You know, it just will to get some fresh air and be in a different atmosphere, uh, a different setting like that. Uh, so again, try to incorporate it into your daily life. So number one, eat well-balanced meals. That's right. Make sure you're getting, uh, enough of all the nutrition that you need. Make sure you're eating a lot of color on your plate. That's a good rule of thumb. Make sure there's, you know, color on your plate. Number two, limit alcohol and caffeine. Both alcohol and caffeine are also detrimental to your sleep. And, you know, sleep, deep sleep, your REM sleep is something, it acts like your own personal doctor. It re repairs and recovers you and your body, both mentally and physically, while you're, you know, chilling out, uh, unconscious there in your bed. So, yeah, limit alcohol. And I know I said I was going to do an episode on how to get better sleep, and I will, because I'm going back home. And I got the book there, and I really want to reference the book when I do the episode. So watch out for that. Number three, again, get enough sleep. Sleep is so important. When you drink alcohol, take caffeine. Caffeine stays in your system for six to eight hours, people. So, you know, if you're drinking caffeine, you may think you can still sleep on it, but it does affect your sleep, uh, especially your deep sleep, your REM sleep, again. But get enough sleep. Uh, very important for anxiety. When you are well rested, you can deal with anything. You're like a superhuman. You know, you know. You ever feel that when you when you when you get good enough sleep, you can deal with anything. But when you're cranky and you wake up off a four hour sleep, oh boy, the person that gets in front of you, not good. Number four, count to ten slowly. Take deep breaths. You can set a breathing alarm on your phone, friends. And I always feel like you can use your phone to your advantage here. So you set a breathing alarm. So for example, I don't know, maybe you like to have a cup of tea at 10 in the morning. So, you know, at 10 in the morning, just before your cup of tea, set that alarm. One minute, you know, set an alarm, breathing time. So get one minute of deep breathing there. That'll help, again, make this a habit and it'll help with your anxiety. Number five, connect with others. Take time for family and friends. Uh, something I've done since moving out of the house, because uh, I've always had, I've always lived with my family, with my mom. But something I've done since moving out is after I finish work, I always take the time to call my mom, even if it's for a couple minutes, just to check up on her, see what she's up to, what crazy adventures she's been, you know, up to. Uh, but I feel like that's something that's very important to me and that's helped me stay grounded.
Number six, connect with nature. Go out for a walk or simply go outside to get some fresh air. I mentioned this yesterday in my Instagram story. Uh, very important to just breathe in. Like right now, I'm actually doing this podcast outside. Well, I'm in a balcony, um, but the the you can hear the dogs barking. But there is a a wind, a breeze that is just so nice. And obviously a lot of background noise, which isn't as nice, but we'll roll with the punches. Number seven, write it down. Best things, one of the best thing, the best habit I have made for myself over the last year, the absolute best, number one, is I take time to just journal my thoughts down. And it's important in the sense that it helps deal with my anxiety and a lot helps with a lot of other things as well, but it helps deal with my anxiety because it allows me to put my thoughts in one place and then look back at them and actually maybe, you know, study them or see where I'm coming from kind of thing. So write it down. Number eight, light a candle, you know, get, get a, a nice scented candle in there, treat yourself. Number nine, chew gum. There's actually on the references um, that are in the description and also in the blog post, uh, the Mindset Gold blog post, there is a lot of interesting articles from Healthline. And there's one there about chewing gum, uh, which actually tells you why it's beneficial for your anxiety to chew gum. But check that out. I'm not going to go into detail, but chew gum. Number 10, laugh. Oh, my days. This is a great one. <laughs> Just laugh, you know. Um, one, one of my daily rules is to laugh. I think a lot of the times we're too reserved because for whatever reason, maybe, you know, we're trying to look cool, be the part, or we're trying to, you know, give out this professional image as well. But laugh. Laughing is fun. Laughing is lighthearted. Laughing makes you feel better, um, helps you control your emotions, helps you deal with things better, helps you not look at yourself uh, so, what's the word? Not look at yourself so seriously. So laugh. Help deal with your anxiety and laugh. Watch some comedy shows on YouTube and laugh. Number 11, we're halfway there. Learn to say no. Again, no is a very empowering word. Learn to say it and mean it and control your time. And then when you do that, you feel like you can manage yourself better, your time better. And that in turn will help you worry less about um, you know your time because I feel like a lot of anxiety, a lot of a lot of feelings of stress comes from you not having enough time to deal with the pressures in your life. So when you can give yourself more time by saying no, that'll help you. Number twelve, practice mindfulness. Now mindfulness is all about getting yourself centered in the present moment. So it's a great way to help you deal with your anxiety. And just like I said with number four. You can practice mindfulness, um, you know, in the same way that you take time to breathe. Just take, I don't know, five minutes and try to get yourself centered on what's going on around you. Uh, I feel like we go through life and we don't even pay attention to how we're feeling a lot of the times. And you should, you know, maybe you're feeling cold. Maybe you're feeling hot. You know, maybe you, you, you're feeling like you want a nice herbal tea um or herbal tea but yeah you know just kind of pay attention to yourself a bit more 
number 13. For those of you that can afford to do this, especially in a lockdown, do it. Um, cuddle. Uh, it's nice. I think there's, you know, it releases some kind of endorphin. I don't, don't quote me on that. I actually, I don't know. But I, th I think I've read it somewhere. But cuddle, it's, uh, you know, nice. It's fun. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Number 14, listen to soothing music. So my thing is I have Alexa. So I'm like, Alexa, uh, please play slow jazz. And Alexa hooks me up, man. I'm just saying she does a good job. She knows she knows what I like. Number 15, drink water. Boom, drink water. Also helps with, um, again, your uh, digestion. So drink water. Uh, you know, water is just the, you know, it's just life. Water is life. That's what, you know, my, something my grandma always says, um, agua e vida. So water is life. Number 16, exercise. I think, you know, once, I think for, for, for those of you that exercise daily, I think you can see this. And for those of you that don't, you know, I'm sure that you can also look back on the times where you have exercised and you felt better afterwards. You felt more refreshed and reset. You felt like, you know, it's like a reset button. So exercise and, and you know, it can really help deal with your anxiety, among other things as well. The amount of times I've mentioned exercise in these podcast episodes is a lot. Number 17, accept anxiety. Um, I feel like it is, a lot of the times, it's not something you're ever going to get rid of. Again, uh, it is a healthy emotion if you can control it and if you can deal with it. But, you know, even if you have too much anxiety and you're too anxious, you can still accept it and then go on to deal with it instead of trying to put it behind you when you know it is bothering you and affecting you. Number 18, stop procrastinating. Stop it. Go do it. And Mark Cuban says this. He says the 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 first thing he does is answer and reply to his email messages when he wakes up. And he does the most, the the, the longest or the the most annoying first, the hardest to do first. Because then it just gets it out the way um, for the rest of the day. And then on the rest of the day, he can focus on uh, better things to do, things that bring him more joy. So stop procrastinating, do the hardest thing first, get it out the way, and then proceed with the fun things. Number 19, take a social media break. As we all know, social media can be a distraction. Your phone can be a distraction, anything can be a distraction, but Social media can be bad. It can make you anxious, you know, because you're, yeah, and they did the study on this, didn't they? About the the likes and, you know, it, it have affecting people's mental health and things like that because of like popularity. Um, I guess that's something I'm gonna read in, read more about now that I've mentioned it. It's a very interesting topic actually. And in, in Brazil actually, um, for a lot of you that don't know, they don't actually have the number of likes you get on a post anymore. So if you post something, you'll just see like uh, this and others like your post. So interesting. But yeah, take a social media break if you're feeling a bit uh, anxious.
you know, take one week or a couple of days or however long. I I think it was yeah on the on the second episode, um, seven healthy habits. We talked about um, you know the seven healthy habits, and one of them is to be proactive. And you can take a social media break, and it'll give you other. It'll give you a lot more time. That's for sure. And you know, time that you can invest in other areas of your life. And again, just like with the uh, procrastinating. You can have more time if you get rid of something that eats up your time. Um, and, you know, what learning to say no, you can have more time. Anyways, number 20, take supplements. So when I say supplements, I'm not talking whey protein, but you can do that too. Um, that's, you know, if you're not getting enough protein, take it. But I'm, I'm talking about like vitamin D, omega-3, so things that we lack in our diet, uh, which are important for our for our health and that can actually help us, you know, uh, live fuller lives. So uh, take, you know, supplements, obviously consult with your doctor, et cetera. Um, Google is great, check that out. But vitamin three, I feel like, especially if you live above, I think it's above Poland. If you live above Poland, there's not enough sunlight that you get daily. So you should be taking a vitamin D supplement anyway. Um, but again, I'm no doctor, so consult with your doctor. There you have it. That is 20 ways, 20 things you can do to deal with anxiety. Thank you so much for listening to me speak today. I hope that you've enjoyed the content. I hope that you can pick some things out and apply them into your life and help you become a better person, help yourself become a better person, and help others as well. I hope you can pass on the message too. So if you haven't done so already, Follow me at George and the Line Vaz on Instagram. And if you like this episode, share it, tag me in it. Um, yeah, let's, you know, send me a message. Ask me a question. Let me know what you think. Let's communicate and converse. Thank you so much. And once again, I hope you have a great day. And if no one's told you today, you are amazing. You are in control. And yes, you are beautiful. Have a great day. And just before leaving you today, I want to leave you with one last quote from Buddhist teacher Pima Chodron. And she says, inner peace begins the moment you choose not to allow another person or event to control your emotions. Mm-hmm.